Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on the level of heat. A truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. All right, let's get started. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host. Lamont Hearn Jr. Uh, and we're here to bring the heat. So uh, it's been about a week since our last episode. And uh, last week was a little bit more down-to-earth, sensible, reasonable. Yeah. Vicky and Lamont. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to try to shatter that today. <laughs> Go ahead and just throw that somewhere else. All that uh, uplifting and happy and all that good fun stuff. Right. Lessons. Yeah. Stop trying to learn. All that good fun stuff. So I have two. Okay. One of them is pretty long, but the title stuck out with me. And one of them is pretty short, but I think it's more of a reaper. Mm. So, I mean, it's like a three-sentence reaper. So I think that's that's pretty impressive. Okay. Almost haiku. Like, okay. (laughs) Okay. So a reaper haiku. I'm with that. Um, I have two. And um, I'm gonna be honest. Um, there's some pettiness here. I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie and say I know exactly where they are on the scale, as I like to kind of come in sometimes blind myself, so that way I don't even know what I'm expecting. But I'm ready. Okay. All right. So uh, without further ado, I'm gonna jump right into it since this was a little bit of a longer one. This one is titled "My Boyfriend Keeps Trying to Break Up with Me, But I'm Refusing to Leave His House." <laughs> okay. Hold my book up so I can see it better. I don't know if he actually wants to break up with me or what the belief is going on with anything in general. We've been together for almost three years. I live with him and one roommate. He is a narcissist and admits this and, and is emotionally abusive. And the entire relationship has been up and down cycles. The cycles used to be like months at a time. Then it became weeks, and now it cycles every day. He's nice during the day and super mean to me at night. We've had a very intense relationship overall. We've supported each other through some serious stuff, and we've both and we are both fucked up people. But he's going. Uh, he but he's gone on dating apps so many times. He never leaves the house, and I barely work. And he just quit his job, so we always know what each other is up to but it's just embarrassing that i've caught him so many times yet i'm still with him i cannot let go he said horrible stuff to me makes me cry almost every night then acts all sweet during the day buys me food has sex with me every day calls me his girlfriend if we need to go places he'll be like this is my girlfriend then at night he wants to break up tries so hard to get me to leave, then during the day, he's nice. It's so controlling, cruel and cold, moody, sometimes reckless, angry, dishonest, obsessed with images, but acts like he doesn't care what people think. He's so charming, but so fake with everyone who thinks he's nice, but also hilarious, can be super sweet and thoughtful, Got me lots of gifts, plays all my favorite video games with me, introduced me to many things, best sex I've ever had, very cute, 
knows all my secrets and tells me his secrets. Great memories with him. Very fun when he's in a good mood. It's just so hard. I can't let go. I don't want to leave here. This is what I've always wanted to live with him. But then it turns out, then it turned out way different than I imagined. He says I'm a loser because I'm begging him to stay with me. Yeah, I feel like one sometimes, but I'm not going to let him treat me like garbage, then toss me out like garbage. He won't call the cops on me because he said he would not do that. He said he is on probation and I threatened to snitch on him if he, so he goes back to jail if he ever tries to call the cops on me. I know that's fucked up and pathetic, but he is fucked up and pathetic too. I know it's beautiful and I know, I know I'm beautiful and I know lots of other guys would date me, but I don't want them. This relationship is like a chemical addiction. I'm I'm barely attracted to anyone except him. There's only one other guy I'd potentially like, but he's also not as cute as my boyfriend. And he is kind of crazy in the uh, possibly schizophrenic way. So that's probably a bad idea. I only like him because he's the opposite, very sweet and shy, non-combative, and good taste in music. I'm the type of person who always needs to have a boyfriend, and I don't see that changing. This is a match made in hell. Sheesh. Sorry. There's just a lot going on with this one. Um, They're messy as hell. My gosh, um, I'm judging you. I'm oh man, I'm judging you. This is definitely initially for me. I, I don't, I don't want to go as far as a reaper because I don't necessarily think it's something you take to your deathbed. But this definitely does not go anywhere under a Thai chili. This is a very, very spicy Thai chili. This is this is a Thai chili that is tipping towards a reaper. This is crazy. They they are. I don't like the I don't like the use of the word because I think toxic is overused, but absolutely this is a toxic relationship. And even if she wasn't in it with him, this other guy would be toxic. It seems like that's what she's looking for. Toxicity is her thing. This is crazy. These people are going through it. He's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, like daytime. He's you know, giving her D, but giving her compliments, and then later on he's calling her a dumbass and being mean. This is just weird to me. Like, that's a lot. And she has to like it. Yeah. Uh, to some degree. Even though she recognizes, and we can recognize it's toxic as I don't know what, she must like it to some degree. Yeah. But, I, okay, so here comes my theory on the D. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is this is what happens when you get two people together and I guess they have incredible sex and the logic it leaves them because I've never had anything that good in my life that I would stay in that kind of craziness. Yeah, no, and I don't want to. No. Like, again, I joke that I would be like, Odysseus, just tie me to the boat <laughs> and let me hear the song so that I don't jump into the waves and die. But I don't want anyone that moves me that way. Right. That it's their loving I put that in quotes. It's so good that I am ready to just put all logic aside. Like, I'm good. I'm passing on that. Like, again, I, 
then again, I might not even want to hear it. Like, just cover up my ears and get me out of here. I don't want to hear that siren song. Get this lovely D and just be dumb for the D. Like, you are dumb. Like, your brain cells have now... But to mention the sex is so good. So what? He's calling you a loser? Like, uh, yeah. So, okay. Tachili, at minimum. Yeah. At minimum. But you're threatening to call the police on him and he leaves you. What 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 kind of love is that? That why do you want to be with someone who treats you that way or who doesn't want you around? Right. Like all you gotta do is leave. I and I know everything's not always that easy and money and yada yada, but hurry up before you have kids. Cause I didn't see oh you mention gosh. kids. Don't bring children up in that situation. At all. And and he's on multiple dating sites. Like, yo. Like, he's wilding. Go. Yeah, yeah, he's wild. This is what I like to call reckless behavior. Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally reckless. So, uh, is there anywhere you can live that only has daytime? Like maybe that would help them? uh, Yes, Alaska. They can go to Alaska, but it's. I'm joking in my head. Like they can go to Alaska, but then once they put that aluminum foil in the windows, here he goes again (laughs) acting a fool. Wild out again. You know. Take the window when it fall off. I'm getting great sex. Put it back on. I'm getting mushed in the head. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. And they've only been together for three years. Yeah. Yo, at three years? Get out of here. Like you like you said in the previous one, I, if people have told her, they've done what they can. And that's all you can do. Because we're saying this is not good. <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> I would advise, as as my co-host has stated, I would advise you not do this. So we've done our part. Oh, we've done our part. Pick Truth has done their part. So you do what you got to do from there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would be embarrassed to write this. I wonder how old they are. They got to be in their 20s. I'm going with 20s because if you're older than 25, this makes no sense to me. At all. Because, I mean, again, I have a theory your brain's not fully developed to so about 25 years old. So I, I give you all the grace. After 25, your brain's, your soft spot is is hard now. And you can now make wise decisions. Um, Yeah, that's just. Yeah, because this is dumb. It, it's a waste. It's a waste. So yeah, that that was their confession. I, I'm going to go with a tie chili, but almost a reaper because you might not want to tell anybody. Don't tell your future spouse, your, your next significant other this because. At all. Rightfully so, they can judge you. Yeah, rightfully so, because yeah, yeah. you everything you described, and then threaten to call the police is a no no for me. Yeah, that's I, it's just the way that I am. Like you call the police on me, our relationship is done because I feel like you're trying to murder me. I know that's maybe an extreme, but the way I grew up, unless you really have to call the police on me because like there's something wrong and you need a fifty one fifty me, okay. But if you're just mad at me and you call the police. Oh, you're trying to kill me. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. yeah, we're done. That, that's- In other words, if you know, you know. Because she makes us not believe that thing. <laughs> but, so, yeah, that's 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 my opinion on that one. That one's definitely a very hot tie chili leaning on, yeah. le- leaning on to a, a reaper. Yeah, man, that was heavy. So, I'm going to go ahead and get into my first one. Um, we're going to be shifting. The title for this one is, When I was in grade school, I glued someone to their chair. When I was in sixth grade, I had to sit next to a kid that constantly stole my animal-shaped erasers. 
One day we were doing a craft type project and the kid had taken the eraser off my desk while I went to go get construction paper. And when I saw he had it, I told him he had my eraser and he said it was his. I was pissed about it. But while I was up to get the glue from the glue box, I noticed a bottle of that super sticky crazy glue that would literally make your fingers stick together. So I went back with the super glue with the intention of using it on my project. Notice the little prick was gone. So I used about half the bottle on his seat. He came back and sat down before it was done drying, as I hoped. And the next time he tried to get up, he realized he was stuck. The glue would rip his pants if he forced it. So the teacher had to make us all exit the classroom and pull this kid out of his pants because they were stuck to the chair. I never got caught or blamed for it as far as I know. I feel bad because it was probably embarrassing for him, and I don't know if his parents would be able to replace those pants that got glued to the chair. All righty. So, again, this is it is a little petty. I could see it being a poblano because it's a little bit of irritant, but stop stealing stuff. I, I'm like, I'm not saying it's okay to glue people <laughs> to the chair. I'm saying... I wouldn't have glued you to the chair had you not stolen my stuff. Yeah. Kid, parents, teach your kids to stop stealing. Because, I mean, he could have put them hands on them. Yeah. You don't know how he feels about that eraser? What if his grandmother gave him that eraser? The same grandmother that let him cheat at Monopoly. I'm just, I'm just saying. saying. You, See? You, See? This is a whole universe for us. That's what we're doing here at Pick Truth. <laughs> it's a Pick Truth universe. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. So maybe next time. Oh, man. Ah. Uh, Kids are funny though, because I can see that happening. Yeah, I could absolutely see it, but I would have been like on the back of the chair. Oh, I put yeah. it in the seat. If I had done that, I would have done something of that nature, and I, I would have tried to, and I would have got my racer back. Yeah, I, petty as is, I you, I would have got my racer back. You know what it made me think of? It made me think of. Do you remember? Um, we used to have those machines that you could put your coins in. At, at school and you could turn it to get erasers and pencils oh, out yeah, of them. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first thing it made me think of. Like, I don't know why that's what popped up in my head. And, I mean, to be able to go and grab a pencil or something like that, those those cost about what a pack would at the store. So, I would have been tight. Like, you can't just, just take my eraser like it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's, and, you know, we, did, we didn't have much. So every every penny counted. So for you to take something like that, I'd have been tight. So, I mean, I, I guess I give you credit for feeling remorse now as an adult. Like you're still not holding on to it. Like if you were still every time you saw Crazy Glue, you just got this tinge of excitement and been like, yeah, you shouldn't have took my eraser. I'd say you probably need to work on that. But being that you're older now and you look at it and you're you know, reflective on it, I'd probably say it was about a poblano as well because clearly that was enough of an irritant. To where that kid had to be in the room with the teacher by themselves and be de-pantsed. Oh, man. Do you know how much that would have sucked? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. And uh, especially if, like that 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 age, that elementary, yeah. middle school age where everything is super embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Well, next time, don't steal. And, he, and I didn't get blamed. So I walked away scot-free. Yeah. I, I, hey, I ain't mad at you. Go out there and live your best life. Tell people to leave you alone. Stop stealing my stuff. Don't I would I wonder if he learned his lesson. I probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Like like you know. Maybe he look maybe he's starting to look down at his seat before he sits down. That's the other part. Is why are you sitting down so fast? I do it all the time. 
I do. Oh. I, gotta, I, I do. It, it could be laziness. Like, let me ever sit down. It's dead in for a whole 37 seconds. Let me get some <laughs> Not for 37 seconds. <laughs> let me get Man, some. I got to check my seat before I sit down. I can't do it. I, I have done it before. One time I did it and got gum on the back of my shirt at a graduation. I mm. was heated. Heated. Still didn't learn my lesson. Like, it's sad. <laughs> Still didn't learn my lesson. You would think. You would think. Yeah. Like, you know this happened before, right? Like, yeah. Nah, it won't happen again. Yeah, I've sat in my kids' pee. Like, that's happened. Is that where the whole put the seat down thing comes from? Like, for boys, like, so growing up, you know, it was me and my mom in the house, and I always was told to put the seat down. And I understand it's it's just because someone else may need to use it. And so I've never had that issue. I grew up, my mom said it to me from potty training on, so I just knew to always put the seat down. But I remember, I think it was a comedian, I can't remember who it was, she said she doesn't want to follow up behind you and up having to take a dip into the toilet. Is it because you all just naturally, like when you go, like you're like, you're not even thinking about it, you're like, I just gotta go sit down? Yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. I have, my butt has touched the cold rim. Like I'm an only girl I, in this house. I, I'm an only girl between my siblings, even my brother-in-laws. Like, I don't even have a sister-in-law. Like, all my sisters are either adopted <laughs> or my cousins. And there have been many times I've touched the cold breeze of the water, but like, I <laughs> put the seat up. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but boys are disgusting. Uh, I won't even yeah. use my son's bathroom. That I make them clean their own bathroom now. They've got to clean the toilet because I feel like they just do target practice. And they just try to pee around the toilet. Like, how much urine can we get on the floor? Like, that's the goal. Oh, and a tip for all those moms with disgusting boys. Shaving cream. Get plain shaving cream. Go to the Dollar Tree. Um, use plain shaving cream around the commode, the bottom of the commode. It draws out the urine that's under the commode. It even changes the shaving cream colors. Like, it will change to yellow. It draws out the uh, pee that's kind of dried underneath there uh, mm. and helps you get the bathroom super clean. So that's for all those moms out there who have disgusting boy children like I do. <laughs> no comment. Yeah, because they're, they're gross. And Lamont's lucky. He has a boy and a girl. So only one disgusting one. Um, but I, I did get warned over the weekend. Uh, my little cousin graduated. She's class of 2021. Hmm. And she had a graduation party. And uh, we were talking about, we, this is the first time like the family has been together since before COVID. I mean, hmm. we saw a huge amount of us, which was great. We were talking about the boys. Uh, my cousin has two boys as well. And they're eight. And she was like, don't think it's going to get any better anytime soon. It's it's not. The washing, the, wash your hands, wipe your butt. Yeah. Oh, so gross. She said, mine are eight. It's not getting any, it's not getting better any soon. Like mm. anytime soon. So, yeah. So, yeah. We're, we're all in this together. We're all in this together. Not wiping <laughs> butts, not washing hands. One time my son literally walked out of the bathroom. Just walked out. I walked in after him, no toilet paper. He, uh, excuse me, son, did you flood? Did you wash your hands? Oh, yeah. Let me smell your hands. I'm just playing. Did you wipe? Yeah. Why is there no toilet paper in the toilet? Oh, like if you're going to forget to wipe, at least flush the toilet. But like, it's a whole, like I didn't wipe, flush, or wash my hands. Like, just disgusting. It's just, it's just disgusting. It's gross. I, was, I wasn't going to mention it. 
and it wasn't me, so I'm not worried about it as far as my own self. But you mentioned the fact that you said that get any better. So, and if, if mom, if you're listening, you will remember this story. Um, anyone who knows my mom knows my mom was a person, especially back in the day, she would give anybody the shirt off her back. She would feed anyone anything. So one year for um, Thanksgiving, um, a, a, a family friend had came over. And he's older than he's older than I was at the time, and I think I was maybe nineteen, twenty. And we had um, in our old apartment, the toilet was in a separate space from the sink in the bathroom, and we lived in an old part of Louisville, so that's just kind of how the places were set up. So he had used the restroom, and I, we were about to go eat, and my mom had asked him. Did he wash his hands? Now, mind you, when you just said that, that's what I flashed back to. And that was weird for me because I was like, this is, this is a grown man. I don't feel like that's really a conversation. Of course he washed his hands. And when you just said that your son, you told him, let me smell your hands. And he said, oh, I'm just kidding. That's what happened mm. with a grown man. Mm. Um, if he's listening, he knows what he did. And I didn't say your name out of respect, but... Yeah, when I even heard, and then I, he was like, I'm just playing and went to go wash his hands. He had to leave the next day because I was like, it was late, so I wasn't going to just kick him out. But I was like, yeah, bro, you got to go because you grown. You should at least wash your hands. No one should be able to question you about that. And then you know your hands smell like boo-boo. So you- <laughs> See, it lets me ask a thousand questions. Are they on the spectrum? Are they developmentally delayed? Are any of those factors that we need to consider? consider? Um, okay. So I will say, from what I know about him, um, there are some things that aren't all connected. Um, but I I've never known him to be in a position where that would have been in question for you not to be able to know to do. To wash your hands, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that was a that was one of those things that I go, the stuff that I know of you, I feel like that's a barrier I didn't have to ever touch. I didn't think I had to assume mm -hmm. that, that washing your hands after using the bathroom was a question for you, especially when somebody's talking about going to eat. <sighs> you know? Just, but it's, it's so common. Remember when, was it, uh, hepatitis was running around. Mm -hmm. So we had a, so it was an epidemic of hepatitis Yeah, about a year or two back before the pandemic of COVID. <laughs> All because we went, wash your hands. Wash your hands before you make it salad. Uh, oh, I don't even want to think about it. It's a whole other version of a tossed salad. Uh, uh. Twitch is on. So what you got next, Vicky? Okay, so this one is a short one. It's very short, but I really do think it's a reaper. As the, what do you call it? A pick truth haku. It's, yeah. it's, it's a short one. So this one is titled, When People Hurt Me, I Take Out My Hurt on Other People Who Had Nothing to Do With It. When someone does something unkind to me, nothing helps me ease the hurt like running, ruining someone else's day. Of course, not the person who actually wronged me, because that would make uh, me look butt hurt. I guess if misery loves company, I just make my own. Okay. I yeah, Reaper. I You don't want to take it out on the person that did something to you because you feel like you would look butt hurt. And translation for butt hurt means 
uh, sensitive or emotional. Yeah, or weak or something like that. But you are sensitive and emotional about what just occurred to the point that you're want to go hurt someone else to ease your pain. Yeah. That is, that's psychopathic. Yeah. Like that's, take that to your grave. Don't go around telling everybody like, you know, remember you did this at work? I wouldn't punch the old lady because of it. Like, you, you know. to your therapist. Tell that to your therapist. Yeah. Your therapist is a space, safe place. That that's a safe place typically, but yeah, I read that was like who who raised you, right? Oh, who raised you? That is a savage behavior. Like that is just yeah. Did you get that from someone? Was that passed down? That's crazy. Like you said, that was it wasn't a, it wasn't long, but there was so much more said in that one than any other one we've done because that was crazy. Like just the idea, like even the example you gave of someone made you upset, so you punched the grandma. Just anything you can think of, the fact that you aren't mature enough or don't want to directly address the person. I'm not saying you got to go beat up the person or do anything crazy, but the fact that you don't want to deal with the potential feedback of being told that you're soft, weak, or butt hurt, like the fact that you can't. Um, express how you feel in that way that your response instead is to find someone else to be like, you're going to take all this pain I have and you did nothing. Mm -hmm. You just happened to be the person I saw. It's terrifying. I don't even want to, I mean, we make jokes about everything because it's just what we're good at, but dude, you need help. It is terrifying. It yeah. is that's the crazy person that's having the road rage incident with you because somebody flipped them off at Burger King. Or it's the guy who pees in the Mountain Dew because he's mad at, you know, his wife at home. You know, it, you want to hurt other people and it is a sickness. Like that, those are serial killer kind of yeah. confessions to me. Like, I mean, because do you up the ante? Right. How far do you go? And then where does it stop? Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that one is, I think it is a reaper. I think it is very frightening. Very, very frightening. Absolutely. Then it makes you think about yourself. Like, you know, have you ever been frustrated and you taking your frustration out on someone else and, and it just be caught up in the emotion? Yeah. And I think there's a difference when you are seeking to go hurt people because someone hurt you yeah. versus I'm all caught up in my emotions and yeah. uh, took it out of you because you didn't wash your hands. <laughs> and you touched my pizza, and now I'm throwing the whole thing away. That's your slice, bro. That's your slice. Uh, I don't want that. See, and I can't even have my kids eat it because then I'm responsible for their hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm responsible for their hepatitis. I want that on the shirt. I'm responsible for their hepatitis. So, yeah, I'm going to need you to wash your hands. I'm going to give my kids Apple Watches. For those that don't know, I just got an Apple Watch. We'll, we'll talk about the death of my Fitbit another day. <laughs> got buried. See? But when you wash your hands, it has a timer on it. And I was like, my sons need this watch. I'm not going to buy my kids two Apple Watches. I'm not doing it. But They make VTEX that do it too. I just wash your hands yeah. until the timer goes off. But anyway, sorry. No, to totally the off topic. But yes, absolutely. I would call that one a reaper. Absolutely, there's something wrong with old dude. And these are the people that I'm afraid of. Yes. These are the people who come to your house. And nine o'clock, because your dog is barking outside. Okay, I need to let that go. I thought you said you weren't going to talk really, about I it. I need to let that go. You talked about it twice now. I have. It, three times if you catch another 
Oh, you mentioned this. What on the hard split? <laughs> on the hard split, my brother brought it up. Yeah, because my brother's a lot more. Uh, mm, he's with it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's all. He's all about it. Apparently, I still haven't healed from that uh, incident with this young lady. Hey, he's um, working on you. Yeah, but but yeah, that was uh that was my short but sweet. So, what's the last one you have? What's the last one you have? My final confession for today. It's titled, I bullied my friend on a fake account when I was in middle school. When I was 11, my best friend convinced me to make a fake account on social media with her by using Tumblr and pretending we were all a bunch of cool teenagers from Cali. We started adding only people from our specific school year and joked around with them. We eventually started harassing people that we didn't like. I remember making fun of my good friend who I deep down secretly resented because I was an insecure and jealous idiot. She eventually got a family member involved who threatened to hack and expose who we actually were. Me and my best friend were scared shitless and backed off. I moved on from that and completely forgot, continued through high school, wondering why I felt like a lot of people I wanted to be friends with didn't like me. I thought back to this from time to time, and today I somehow was able to log into the account after almost a decade and realize that people knew it was me from the start. I feel so embarrassed. I don't think I ever actually apologized to my friend. We eventually followed each other on social media, but sometimes I wonder if she or everyone else from middle school remember that. God, I feel so much shame. Wow. It's okay. This is very interesting to me because these are problems that I would have never experienced. Facebook didn't exist. Agreed. Not when, it, at all. I mean, even um, um, MySpace. MySpace was way later. Mm-hmm. So in middle school, that just wasn't something that existed. Yeah. Why, people? I don't understand making the fake social media accounts to get people, but never be so dumb that everyone knows it's you. Right. And then, like, if you resent someone, stop being their friend. And I guess you don't have the emotional maturity as a middle schooler or a high schooler to know better. Mm-hmm. But this is this is a level of problems that we never had to deal with. Like, this yeah. is a new territory that by the time my children are in middle school and dealing with this, like, it's foreign it's a foreign yeah. land because i can't tell you what did i do I, I didn't have it we didn't have social media we didn't have cell phones yeah you know we didn't have these things so that one's okay so let me see if i can rate it it's a tie chili you know what's wrong and like you were intentionally going after someone who was your quote-unquote friend right so yeah you're you're a bit of a jerk for that yeah uh, yeah i'm judging you you don't have to keep it to your grave only because you can use this as a learning experience for other people. Yeah. But real talk, I'm judging you. Yeah. That was just it's it's petty. But what's worse is when adults do it. Absolutely. What's worse is adults and adults still do it. Oh yeah. Adults still up and making extra. If I gotta do all that work, I can't. I don't have the time. Lamar, I don't answer my text messages right now. Oh, I know. Right now, I have, let's see, I'm going to have you read it because it's going to sound, how many text messages, unread text messages do I have at the top? 577. I don't even read text messages. I don't have time to go make a whole new life in, on social media just to go get somebody. Like, it'd be easier just to directly go after them. Yeah. Then it would be to create a whole fictional thing. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to go with Ty. I'm going to go to Ty Chili because, yeah. What do you, what would you rate it? Um, I would say a tie chili as well. Um, as far as the social media portion of it, um, 
I think MySpace and Facebook, stuff like that was more prevalent or became a thing for me like in high school. But even then, that wasn't even how I saw it. Like MySpace was for you changing your background and putting music on it. And then like having your top friends listed. I think that was about as far as I got with it. I don't even know how you would have even used, I mean, Tumblr is something I have no knowledge of. I'm not even going to pretend. But then again, I'm also the same person who doesn't have an Instagram and I only see TikToks because our crew people send them to me. Um, yeah, it's that's like you said, that's just way too much. If you have way too much time on your hands when adults do it, um, I can understand that kids do some things, like you said, some some things aren't necessarily connected when they're that age. But to go through all this and then you felt everyone knew and it turned out, no, they did know mm -hmm. because you didn't do your due diligence to hide very well. Um, it just it, to me, it's just nonsense. It's just nonsense. I don't I don't feel like it's worth that. Like if it was somebody you resented that much. Well, why'd you resent them and then call them your friend? Mm -hmm. Like there's there's a difference between resenting someone and having jealous feelings. And we've talked about that before. We talked about normalizing jealousy. Like it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's about how you act on it. Like you can be jealous of someone's, you know, item. hair. Yeah. Hair. We just yeah. love people with thick hair. And it's and it's just and it can be a thing, but that doesn't mean that you go off and shave their head. Mm -hmm. It's like you can be jealous of it, realize that that's a feeling for you, and then go on about your day. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's when you like let it infect your day, where it's the thing that makes you feel like you have to act out on it. I mean, it's no different than the story we were just talking about. It's the guy. It this is not as bad as the other guy but it could almost be because the, when the previous one you mentioned the picture tycoon we just had we he didn't necessarily say he went out and punched anyone he could be doing the exact same thing this person did where instead of responding to it in a way that is healthy you're just lashing out at someone and they didn't really do anything other than just be mm -hmm. it, it's kind of like the whole thing and i know we've never really delved into this it's kind of like the whole thing of um bashing someone for their sexual orientation or anything like that look i i'm not i'm not i don't even if hold on for me that isn't that prevalent for me to have an issue with love who you're gonna love that has nothing to do with my day if you're a good person and it's not a child i'm cool animals as well like those type of things things that can't people are you know, people you know who are not compromised are developmentally delayed or children. Like if it, I, I agree, because as long as you're not sleeping with my husband, I really don't care. Yeah, and and maybe I, sh I no, I don't think no, I, I don't have no, to say, no. I don't care because it's not that serious. And not only that, like so, I will also recognize that I'm I'm a child of the '80s. I grew up in the '80s in the West End of Louisville. And homosexuality was a shun. Like, you know, being called, uh, now it's the F word. I mean, that was just a fluent part of everyone's language. Yeah. And, and and as a kid, homosexuality was wrong. I didn't know anything different. I only had the experience of the culture that I was in. And, yeah. and that was between church. I was raised Catholic. I was raised in the all-black community. There were some people who were gay, but it just was like, they are an expletive and that's just mm -hmm. gross. Yeah. As I matured and as I understood that people who I love dearly 
are maybe gay or lesbian and I can't stop loving you because you have an attraction to someone else of the same sex. So for me, only with maturity and growth that I learned, okay, stupid to even care. Yeah. You know, as long as they're not beating you, harming you, hurting you, whatever, it's all good yeah, with me. It makes me no difference. So I will recognize that not everyone is raised in an environment of inclusiveness. But as an adult, you have to kind of learn that yeah. to embrace other people and understand just because you do it this way doesn't mean that's the way it has to be done. Yeah. And and really, you come from my loves who may have different sexual orientation than me. We're going to have a problem. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I won't out them. I won't because it's not my business to tell. Yeah. But yeah. You, you and there's just, no value to you for it. Yeah. You just can't. To me, it just makes no sense. It it It's attacking people for no good reason. Yeah. It's like hating black people because they're black. Hating Asian people because of a COVID virus that they did not actually create. They did this, my uh, nail tech, and I'm not trying to be racist. She just happens to be Korean. It, you know, who's getting harassed because of COVID. It makes no sense. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense. Like she ain't even been over in Wuhan, China. Like yeah. she had nothing to do with this. Oh yeah. It's People just... boycotting restaurants. Like I love sushi. And again, we're not, I'm not saying any stuff to be funny. I love sushi. And I'm not going to not eat sushi because you're telling me that something happened there, that these people who live here, they have nothing to do with that. They're not secretly bringing it over and, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you got to quit doing this weird. We're going to bring COVID over in suitcases. Like, like, come on, man. Sneak his COVID in. Right. Like, like yeah, I mean, my sushi too. Me. Yeah, I mean, your daughter, my son. Right. We're going to go sushi. We're going to live. And, and I, I just think it's, I just think it's sad. And and not to and we don't even have to keep this part, but it, it's the same thing for me as like uh, being into video games or sports. Like I never thought being in Louisville, in Kentucky, there is a big rivalry between Louisville and Kentucky. And I don't know if you remember years ago, Louisville and Kentucky were playing in the Final Four. That doesn't happen very often where like the rivals are playing, and it got so crazy that there were two men in an old folks' home that fought. They were a U of L and UK fan. These are these are older gentleman in an in a in a old folks home and they were fighting and it wasn't because joe stole my food or he was talking to my girl no it was about these teams and for me that really put it in perspective for me that i was like i can still be a fan but i don't want to be a fan to the point where i have an issue with you because you decided to put on a different shirt or a different color that's so weird to me i don't i don't have the energy there's too many other things i have to deal with in my day to be tight like there's jokes we make i work at um i work at a carrier company and we've made jokes before about the other carrier companies but i'm not really going to see somebody wearing another one of those shirts and be like oh so you delivering packages on my block like it's not that serious <laughs> You deliver packages on my block. It's <laughs> like real tight, like mad, like these two like, carrier companies look at each other like you all. Hey, this is my block. Well, well, I'm not problems not two right. two days anymore. So maybe <laughs> maybe we do need them on the block. Right, a little bit. And I do not deliver packages for anyone who's hearing this. That is not the life I live. I work in accounting, but still, nonetheless. But yeah, you're right. The rivalry is is strong. Yeah. The funny thing is. I did not attend University of Louisville or University of Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Now, my husband attends attended University of Louisville and actually still works there now. 
And most of my family are U of L friends. Cause so by default, I'm a U of L fan. And I'm an anti-Kentucky fan, which means any team going against Kentucky, I'm a fan of that team. <laughs> Can't help it. It's the way I was raised. Some people yeah. raise poorly. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's funny. So on my in my at my job, I hired a guy. I hired two U of L fans, not intentionally. I didn't like, okay, what's your criteria? But one of the guys that I hired is a UK fan. He went to UK. And one of my coworkers loved him dearly. He was like, um, uh, Vic, I'm very proud of you. Uh, I, he didn't say I was slumming, but that I, I look beyond this young man. His misguided ways. His, his misguided, misguided UK ways and still uh, hired him to join my team. Uh, but it's it's funny because although I mess with my peers in jest about UK versus L, so I didn't go to either school. I'm just, you know, homegrown U of L fan. Yeah. There are people that wouldn't hire someone because of Absolutely. the school they attended. There Absolutely. are people who will not hire people who support U of L. There are people who will not hire people who support University of Kentucky. Oh, yeah. Insanity. You know, I, it works with fraternities, sororities. It works with all kinds of different things. People have those. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, that is insane. Like I would have lose an amazing employee or have the opportunity to work with someone that that is so gifted, even though they had this short sightedness to go to UK. I mean, yeah. you know, they. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> you said it and I missed it at first, and then I caught it later. Like, uh, but. But we kid and joke, and they know I kid and joke. And for UK fans, I kid and joke. It's not that serious for me. No. I, again, I didn't attend U of L, and I didn't attend UK. It's never that serious for the players either. It, so it, it's you know, it's it's not that serious for me. It's fun to go to do the banner back and forth, yeah, yeah. but. But yeah, we, we got a. That was a long digress to get back to this young lady who uh, created a fake account and teased her own friend and. But wait a minute, you can get back in it 10 years later? Like, that's the other thing. That's one thing I want to, I wish we could ask you. I wish this is one of those opportunities somebody could call and say, hey, this is, this is, this is why I still had the password to that. Cause I couldn't get in MySpace right now. This, if I could win a million dollars, I probably still couldn't get into MySpace. Is MySpace still, still a thing? Yeah, I think uh, you can. Okay, so back in the day, mine was Black Planet. Yeah. That was my junk. <laughs> Black Planet College Club. I was on College Club for a little while. Okay. That was short lived. It was before way before uh Facebook. Okay. Um and Yoohoo Messenger. Man, I spent so much time in Yoohoo Messenger chat rooms. Oh mm. my goodness. I'm not gonna tell y'all my handle back in the day. I'm not gonna tell you my handle, but it's still there. Oh wow. It's still available, but yeah, um, dad's a Todd Chili. Grow up. Yeah. Grow up. People knew. And, and it's petty. And hopefully, as an adult, you're not catfishing people because there's a whole show, a whole industry about catfish. Shh. That's what we should do. We should do a catfish podcast. Huh? We should do a catfish podcast. Have people tell their catfish stories. Mm. Yeah, I mean, well, and be biting off the catfish show. But you know what, though? I, I think it could work. I mean, I'm probably not the best person for that because I feel like... You should know. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, okay, okay. Let's go. 20 years ago, catfishing should have been a lot easier. Yeah. Today, I can FaceTime you on Facebook, 
on my iPhone, on Google Duo. I can go to Zoom. I can, there's so many opportunities. So if you're like, oh, I don't have time. Well, I don't think you're real. Like you can end it that quickly. I don't think you're real. Let me see. Yeah. That quickly. I yeah. mean, LinkedIn. I mean, you name it. There's a way to to verify if someone is real or where they're at. Yeah, and there's some way to find some connection. Heck, even iPhone now, they're the newer update we're about to get is going to allow for Android users to use FaceTime. About time. Yeah, so we can get the crew on there so they can about time, see what it's like on the other side. <laughs> I'll leave it there. But all that good fun stuff. Um, yeah, we think we've come to the end of this episode. Yeah. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, I love doing this. And I appreciate everyone who listens. Um, absolutely help us out. Please, 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 please rate and review us uh, wherever you listen to your your podcast. It really helps us uh, get our numbers up and it helps other people find the podcast. Um, and so that's one way that you get entertained. And the only thing we ask you to do is give us a quick review and we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, if you haven't done so already, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Join our Facebook group. We send out uh, about weekly uh, a poll talking about, you know, what's going on on the show. And we're going to start talking about extra content eventually for our Patreon. So yeah. we got a few things in the work, a few games in the works as well. Absolutely. So uh, keep uh, keep a lookout. We'll, we'll have those things posted. So, yeah, that's it. Catch you next time. Later. We can't pick truth without you. Send us your truths at kicktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat.